This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in our series called Building a Better Life. In these lessons, Pastor Rick dives into the Bible and shows us how God can take a difficult situation and use it to help you build a better future. Well, you've probably noticed the more grateful a person is, the happier they are. That's the power of gratitude, but it's not always easy to feel grateful. That's why Pastor Rick developed a great new resource called The Power of Gratitude. Go to PastorRick.com to find out more or just text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part two of a message called Withstanding the Winds of Life. Here's what Jesus said, very important passage in Matthew chapter seven. It's the last words of his famous Sermon on the Mount. Matthew 7, 24 and 25, Jesus said, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, circle that, puts them into practice, is like the wise man who built his house on a solid rock. The rains came down, And the waters rose, and the winds, there's that word, the winds blew hard and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall. That's my goal for you, that when the winds blow against you, you do not fall. Why? Because it had its foundation on the rock. Now notice, when a storm comes, it says three things happen. The rains come down, that attacks the roof of your life. It says the floods come up from the ground, that attacks the foundation of your life. And it says the winds blow, that attacks the walls of your life. So you're getting from the top, you're getting it from the bottom, you're getting from the side. And it said, the only way you're going to make it through the rogue winds of life, the stuff you can't control. When you get a, a diagnosis that you can't control, if you have a special needs child, you can't change. If you have a circumstance or an inability or a disability that you can't, you gotta have to live with your entire life. Or as you get old and things change in your life, what do you do with those things you can't control? First, I stay connected to my spiritual family. Second, I practice everything I learn. And it says there, then because you put it into practice, your house is built on the foundation on the rock. Now, what's the rock? The rock is this book. It's it's the word of God. And the more I build my life on this rock, the more solid I'm going to be. The winds can come at me. I can lose a son to suicide. I can have a wife get breast cancer. I, I can have enormous physical problems myself, a brain disorder. I, I, I can have criticism. I, I can have all kinds of things that I can't control, but they don't devastate me. Why? Because I'm practicing what this book says. In John 13, 17, the next verse, Jesus says this, now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you know them. Oh, it didn't say that, did it? Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you what? Do. Circle that. Do. The blessing doesn't come in knowing. Right now, you're knowing. 
Right now, you're learning. I'm teaching you four ways to handle things that are uncontrollable in your life. The four things, all of these are antidotes to the winds of life. You need a strong family, spiritual family to give you support. You need a foundation of God's word that you trust when everything else can be changing in your life. Now that you know these things, you'll be blessed if you do them. You know, it occurred to me that some of you are new to Saddleback Church. Uh, We have used these outlines, these message notes for 40 years. Why do we use handouts? Not everybody has a Bible. Okay, number two, it relieves embarrassment in finding text. Some of you say, if I said, turn to the book of Job, and, and you go, where's that one? Okay, and then you're over there and think, Job, or oh, maybe this is a book about work or something, you know? And, and, and what's this all about? Haggai, who's Haggai? We're gonna look at him in the weeks ahead. Uh, it relieves embarrassment in finding text. We can cover more verses in less time when I put them all out here. We can read verses aloud together. We can review what we learn later. We can compare multiple translations. We can emphasize key words by circling or underlining. We can remember and retain more, and we can use it for small group study and discussion. I've told you this before, that the United States Air Force did a study and said that you forget 90 to 95% of everything you hear in 72 hours. You forget 90 to 95% of everything you hear in 72 hours. If you want a statistic to depress a pastor, that's it. Okay, because it means I'll spend 20 plus hours preparing to teach you, you know, a a lesson from God's word, realizing that by Wednesday you will have forgotten everything except the jokes. (laughs) Unless you write it down. The shortest pencil pencil is longer than the longest memory. So what I need to do is I, I need to write it down. Outlines help us fulfill James 1.25. Those who look intently into God's word, perfect word, that gives us freedom and continue to do this and remember what they've heard and then do it. They are the ones who will be blessed in what they do. You wanna be blessed? Notice the four things it says you gotta do in order to be blessed. Four things. First, you look intently into the word of God. That's study it, you look at it intently. You don't just listen, you look at it intently. And you continue to do that. That means you make it a habit. And then you remember what you heard. That means sometimes you memorize a verse. And we'll do that, you remember a verse. And then you do it, that's the practice part. He said, they are the ones who will be blessed. And these outlines help us do that. All right, with those two out of the way, let's get to the third and fourth key, and these are even more important in understanding how to handle situations in your life that are out of control. Number three, the third key to withstanding wins is this. When it comes into my life, something that I cannot control, turn my focus, turn my focus to how great God is. Turn my focus to how great God is. When I'm going through a situation I have no control over, I need to remember that it may be out of my control, but it's not out of God's control. Turning my focus to God and his greatness, there's a word for that. 
It's called worship. Anytime you turn your focus to the greatness of God, you are worshiping, okay? You're worshiping. Worship, listen, worship is the secret of withstanding. Worship is the secret of withstanding the uncontrollable things in life. When I go, I cannot control this, I can't do anything about it, I need to flip my focus and think about the greatness of God and his power. And now it's not be, it may be out of my control, but it's not out of his. I, I wanna put a sentence on the screen here that I want you to write down. When battered by a wind, don't tell God how great my storm is. Tell the storm how great my God is. Okay, write that down. When I'm battered by a wind, that means something totally out of my control. I just can't do anything about it. My spouse is having an affair. I can't do anything about it. Uh, I, I got a bad health report. When I am battered by a wind, don't tell God how great my storm is, how great the wind is. Instead, tell my storm how great my God is. My God is. I turn my focus to how great God is. Worship is the secret to withstanding. Now, there is a beautiful example of this uh, in the New Testament in Matthew chapter eight. And the story here is Jesus is out in a boat with his disciples on the Sea of Galilee, and he's asleep. Now, the Sea of Galilee is a huge, huge lake, and it's very easy for quickly for storms to come up suddenly. In fact, Pastor Tom and I, many years ago in a trip to um, Israel, went out on a boat on the Sea of Galilee, and out in the middle of it, all of a sudden, it was a beautiful day when we went out, and all of a sudden in the middle of the in the middle of the lake, the dark clouds came over suddenly, it started pouring, raining, it started getting windy. And I was not excited about being in that boat. Okay, because it, came, it, was, it was like big gale winds and, and choppy waves in the ocean. So here's the story uh, that gives us the example of how to turn our focus to God and how great he is. Ma Matthew 8, verse 24, suddenly, that's always how storms come. That's always how winds come. Suddenly, and they don't warn you in advance. Suddenly, without any warning, a violent wind hit the lake. So that giant storm waves swept over the boat and threatened to sink it. But Jesus kept on sleeping. <laughs> I think this is funny. Okay, the ship's going like this, tossing and turning, this little ship out there, a three-hour tour, you know, and it's about to capsize. Jesus is not paying any attention. He's totally asleep. He's at peace. He's not worried. Jesus kept on sleeping. So the frantic disciples woke him up shouting, Lord, you must save us. And they didn't say it that calmly. You must save us. We're going to drown. Jesus replied, why are you so frightened? Your faith is so small. Then he simply spoke to the winds 
What are the winds? The uncontrollable forces in your life. He spoke to the winds and the waves and everything became completely calm. What's out of my control is not out of God's control. Everything became completely calm. And the men were amazed. And they asked themselves, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. Now, this whole experience leaves them in awe of Jesus. They're not afraid. They're worshiping him. Why? Because they've just seen him have power over nature. And if God has power over nature, he's got power over everything else. Here's the point. Why were they afraid? They're they're afraid the boat's going to sink. Do you really think it's going to sink with Jesus in it? If they'd realized who was in the boat with them, do you think they would have been afraid? They forgot who was in the boat with them. If Jesus is in your boat, your boat is unsinkable. It isn't going to sink. If Jesus is in your boat, it's unsinkable. So what are you afraid of? Now, worship, when I worship, when all of a sudden I've got negative things in my life and a lot of stuff I can't control. I can't control my salary. It's set by somebody else. I can't control other things. All these things that I'm worried about. Worship is a way to set your sail so that the winds drive you in the direction you want to go rather than the direction you don't want to go. And the direction you want to go is let the wind drive you to Jesus. Let the wind drive you to focus on God. Let the pain, let the problem, let the stress drive you to get closer to God. And when I do that, I'm not going to have to be afraid. That's a choice. Am I going to worry or am I going to worship? All right. Let worship set the sails so that the negative things that happen in your life actually drive you further in the direction you want. You can't control the wind, but you can control the direction or the set of your sail. And a good sailor knows that you can take a wind that's totally opposite you and still move in the direction you want if you set your sail correctly. That's your attitude. That's the way you trust. You can't control the wind, but you can control the set of your sail. And I do that by choosing to worship. Now, there's one more, and I wanted to spend the most on this, and that is the fourth key to withstanding. How do I withstand in stuff I can't change in my life that's just there? And here it is. Number four, very important. Remind myself how much Jesus cares. When I am going through a period that scares me to death, when I'm going through a period I don't like, when I'm going through a period I don't want, when I'm going through a period that I can't control, I don't just focus on how great God is, that's His power. I also focus on His love, and I remind myself how much Jesus cares. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We are so happy that you've chosen to study along with us today. Did you know you can start every day with hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick? 
Well, you can when you sign up to receive his life-changing Bible teaching delivered directly to your inbox. Just go to PastorRick.com and sign up for his free Daily Hope devotional. Don't miss out. Sign up right now at PastorRick.com. Rick will be right back to close out our time today, but first, did you know experts have discovered that gratitude is the healthiest human emotion? It makes you more resistant to stress and increases your overall happiness and satisfaction. You've probably noticed the more grateful a person is, the happier they are. That's the power of gratitude. In fact, the Bible tells us rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. It's clear that God wants us to develop the attitude of gratitude. That's why Pastor Rick developed a brand new Bible study called The Power of Gratitude. This innovative Bible study is filled with scripture, teaching, exercises, quotes, prayers, and journal pages. And as you go through the study, you'll discover many and often unique things you have to be grateful for every day. You'll develop a lifelong habit of expressing gratitude to God, a habit that leads to true happiness and satisfaction. We'll send you Pastor Rick's Power of Gratitude Bible Study when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take God's Word to people around the world. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com or just text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. And thanks so very much for your support. Here's Pastor Rick with a special message. Jesus told his disciples that they should live their lives according to five specific purposes. He said, you've got to love God with all your heart. That's worship. And love your neighbor as yourself. That's ministry. That's called the great commandment. And then Jesus said, go make disciples. That's evangelism. Baptize them into the family of God. That's fellowship a sign of fellowship. And then he said, teach them obey everything I've taught you. That's discipleship. And we call that the Great Commission. We believe at Daily Hope that a great commitment to the Great Commandment and the Great Commission will produce a great Christian, a great church, a great company, a great community. You know, I started Daily Hope so I could spread the good news about Jesus, not just across America, but all around the world. And we want people to know that God's word is filled with hope and truth. And the power that we need to follow him every day is available to every single one. You know as well as I do that the word of God changes lives. It's alive, it's active, and it breathes new life and new love into all of our lives. So wherever you listen to this, whether you listen on the website, whether you listen on a radio station, or whether you listen through a podcast, you're a part of the Daily Hope family. And I need your help. We could not do this without your support. Now, you know I don't take any funds from this broadcast. We don't have any giant million-dollar donor who's giving big gifts to this. It comes from daily donations from listeners like you. We're 100% listener-funded. Would you continue to pray for this broadcast? And would you continue to support us? And let write to me. Let, let me hear from you. I absolutely love reading the stories that are sent to me. So write me, pray for me, and support this ministry. And God will bless it, and God will bless you, and we'll get to heaven, and we'll thank God for all the people going to be in heaven because you cared. 
be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.